This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere Thursday at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. The following podcast was recorded on August 22nd, 2021, between the hours of 3.11 p.m., and 3.56 p.m. Events occur in real time. 20 doing but here on Posture Recaps it's the worst day ever it's worst day ever it's that 24 season one rewatch podcast I'm Josh Wiggler I'm joined here by Emily Fox Emily Fox hi how you doing Whew. yeah what a doozy stressed yeah but I feel good there was some resolution in this this was the one that was supposed to be the finale Ah, uh, okay. Does that make more sense? Way more. Does that make sense. more sense? I feel like it plays a little bit more. Yeah, like, because I was like, "What? How? How do you just close the chapter on that?" Well, that's what we said last week. Where I was like, "I think I made a mistake." That's embarrassing for you, considering <laughs> your human I IMDb. I, it's been a while. I mean, this was my show, and then like I, I watched. Usually, all of, if something's your show, though, you don't let that yeah, lapse. Yeah, but like with like Lost, like I've revisited it a thousand times mm. consistently, mm-hmm. and then with Twenty Four, like I was really into Twenty Four, and then I kind of just like stopped going back to it. And also, like there is like enough of Twenty Four that's objectively very bad. Okay, that it wasn't like worth going back to ever. But this is the iconic first season. It is the, <laughs> but this is. The the iconic first season. You heard me. I heard you. Uh, <laughs> it is the iconic first season, but I probably haven't watched it since we did the 24 podcast at the very start of post show recaps in 2014. Uh, so it's been a while, wow. seven years or so, right? Like that's a long time. Seven years, right? Did I do the math right? I think yes, I did the math did. right. You did. Oh my God, I get so nervous. Seven uh, years of great luck. Seven years of great luck luck so you know i i kind of missed that when when was the episode that looks like it's gonna be the finale well we've just got through it it's season one and we're just getting started episode 13 that is a line that is said in this episode by the way uh, that's I'll, what jack says someone says it. i'll pull it up when when, it when, we, when we get there we're just getting started uh well no for gains it's, it's done 
for Gaines, it's over. Wow, spoiler. What it's if not you a hadn't spoiler. <laughs> you saw him get shot and what killed. What if you're listening to this podcast, but you haven't watched the episode oh, yet? Oh, then what are you doing? You should have watched the It's a really good question. Thing. What are you, you doing? You should have watched the episode. Don't press play on the podcast or the episode unless you've seen the episode already. I can't help you there. That's on you. Mm. Oh, my God. Now I'm nervous. Don't at me. Uh, anyway, we're talking season one, episode 13. An episode. Lucky number 13. That once upon a time could have been a series finale of 24. As we said last time, this time we're taking off the clock as well, since I miscalculated which one was going to be that episode. Didn't so do could, the math right on that. No, definitely not. So we could talk freely. I don't expect we're going to go for four hours, but we will uh, not be beholden to that 24 minute mm. time limit for mm-hmm. this week. Um, so, yeah, Emily, just how are you doing then? Like, okay. You're doing all right? Yeah, man. Let's get started here. I mean, some time has passed since the last time you and I sat down in front of a microphone. For the listener, it's just the normal week, and it certainly hasn't been the one-year layoff that it once was. It's been like two weeks since you and I have podcasted about 24 in our real time. Yeah, we really went off the grid here, much like uh, Kim and Terry. Yeah, we went to our own woodland compound. Um <laughs> We had our own baked goods. We hid in a water tower there. We also hid in a water tower. Um, was there any part of you that was having trouble accessing, like getting back into 24? Because I feel like I I heard you say like, man, I don't even remember what happened last time. And then it's like, true. And then like Gaines like hit Kevin Carroll in the stomach with his gun. And you're like, nope, I'm back. Well, no, it, it, it's riveting TV. And I really enjoyed the last episode and was looking forward to watching this episode. It's just. The kind of thing where if you really turn your mind off from the daily grind of everything of and you're on vacation, you don't think the same way. So I, I, I was like, what, what is time? Where am I? Time is a central character. Um, there's a tropical storm happening right now. Yes, I'm we, trying to do all the laundry from the vacation. We hope everyone is safe out there who yeah. is affected. We drove through like the pre-storm. Which was arguably worse than the actual storm in well, New York. Well, where we currently are. Yeah, yes, we are, I don't yeah. want to say that for other people. Oh, but, for sure not. Uh, Those of you in Rhode Island, I'm sorry. Everyone in Montauk, uh, that's yes. us. Yes, it was, it, was it was very scary driving through it the other yeah, day. Yeah, it was but not fun driving through. We are, we are um, here. We are thinking of the people who are, yes, who are impacted by and it. And we're patting sure. the cats because yes. they missed us. Yes. So there's a lot of that going on, and my attention's just been diverted. But I'm back on track now. I'm here. I'm ready to talk. You're ready to talk. All right. Well, let's get into it. Season one, episode 13, noon to one, Emily Fox. We are firmly in afternoon territory. It's lunchtime. It's as, lunchtime. As evidenced by the fact that two characters in this episode actually ate lunch. Actually eat lunch. There might have been a third who hit a hot dog down their sleeve. It's we just don't impossible. know. Yeah, you can't skip lunch. You can't skip you lunch. You just can't do that. No, especially not at CTU. I don't think you can do that. I'm just <laughs> the most tired I've ever been. <laughs> this is uh, how every episode of 24 starts. <laughs> Uh, Jack Bauer does, of course, once again, start this episode with the right now terrorists are He's plotting. just so... Emily cracks up at this every single time. Because he great. sounds so tired yeah, and lazy and how he, he recaps it. It's the premise. Uh, right now. Oh, I'm just too tired to even say I've never lines. been more tired in my That's life. It's the most tired I've ever been. <laughs> Um, all right, so we begin really just where we left off. The truck's on fire after Jack had blown it up uh, and the chase 
is on. And Gaines is really mad at Kevin Carroll, the artist formerly known as Alan York. And he like hits him in the rib cage with his rifle. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, I bet he broke a rib. Yes, uh, that is what you said. You said that probably broke a rib. Yes, is I what did. Emily said. Emily also at this point, you said, <laughs> how is Stephen Dorff not in this show? It's a fair question. I mean, you could Look ask at that all about of many the things. cast. Mm-hmm. Perfect Stephen Dorff territory. How is Stephen Dorff not in this? Can't show? you just see him with an automatic rifle or something and a cigarette hanging off his lips? I don't think he ever made it onto Twenty Four. Pre Nicorette. It's pretty surprising that he didn't make it onto Twenty Four. It does feel like a like a Stephen Dorff bad guy arc. Yeah, like how is he not the Gaines character? Uh, well, f- listen, uh, the late great Michael Massey. We are not recasting him uh this is his final episode let us uh let's not show any disrespect definitely not um, but if steven dorf showed up and was like i'm his younger brother i'd be like yeah you are wayne's <laughs> yeah my brother gains i'm avenging him i'm wayne's hi i'm ij yeah. ira jr i'm ira jr ij I, I do you I'm, think there are any ijs i'm ira wayne's i'm, I'm ira gains's <laughs> brother i don't think that's how names work <laughs> It does in our family. We're the Ira family. We put our last name first. That's how we do it in the Ira family. I'm Wayne's. Okay, all right. Stephen Dorff as Wayne's coming your way 24 season 11 at some point in time. This is our pitch. It's our pitch for that. Well, you know that we've got the ear of everybody in Hollywood. Mm. That one single ear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the ears, just the ear. We hope you're listening. We've got gold. Ira Waynes. Uh, (laughs) Terry and Kim are on the move. They need to meet at the water tower. They're trying not to freak out about that huge explosion in the rear view. Uh, Cool guys don't look at explosions, so clearly they're just not trained. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Um, Jack and Rick are still on the run, uh, and Rick, who has been shot in the arm, complains to Jack, like, keep going, I'm slowing you down. You shot me. You shot me right in the arm. How could you? And Jack does tell him, like, yeah, you are slowing me down, yeah. so you better start speeding up. Yeah. Um, I love Jack to Rick in this episode. I think is uh is really, really great. Um, there's a guy walking nearby. Jack Bauer has his silenced gun. He has his gun trained on the guy, but he kind of just lets the guy go. Emily, you were upset about this. He had a clear shot. He could have gotten him. It was pretty far. I don't think so. He was pretty far. I think it's not But like why he, not just like... He doesn't have a scope. That better be a money shot because if he misses... He's Jack Bauer. He's Jack Bauer, but he's just a human being. Yeah. <sighs> And also, he's season one Jack Bauer. And I should say this, and I should say it now in the event that we do not continue past season one. And a okay. reminder that all we have promised is doing season one of 24. Uh, theoretically, we are halfway through doing this whole podcast series. Interesting. Uh, so just just to get ahead of the like, hey, where's the season two? Like, it might not happen. We don't know. We're having fun with season one. Let's get through season one first. Um, but the important thing to keep in mind is like season one, Jack Bauer is a different beast from seasons two and onward. Jack Bauer. He doesn't Bauer. miss seasons two and on. Not necessarily true, but there is more of sort of like, um, like the Chuck Norrisification of Jack Bauer. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, like yeah, the, I've heard like, of this theory, like, Chuck Norrisification. 
like the sprawl of Jack Bauer, the legend Does he of run him. and jump in explosions in slow-mo? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like what's like one of those like great Chuck Norris. Is there an Icelandic things? bar called the Jack Bauer? There's the Jack Bauer. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's actually a really good name for a bar. Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer. I think in saying it out loud, you just disproved your theory. Jack nah, Bauer. I'm going to go with it. Jack Barr, yeah. I don't think is really hitting. I mean, maybe. You get 24 shots for a yeah. dollar. What are the drinks you get at the Jack Barr? <laughs> you get a trough tough for sure. <laughs> a real time, but T-H-Y-M-E. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> everything is made with Jack. Yeah. Uh, um, there's definitely a couple of different cocktails that are Terry and Nina based. Yeah. There's a Bauer power hour every day, like uh, at a certain time. And you watch the episode we, with it. Yeah. You get a drink called the Pixie Cut. The Pixie Cut <laughs> in honor of <laughs> Or maybe Nina it's the Pixie Terry. Cup. Yeah. It's like a Pim's Cup, but yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I would. Kimberly, uh, that's a drink. I would come up with a shot called the Tiny Almeida. Uh, <laughs> oh my god i'm done talking about this episode i'm in on jack bauer tiny almeida yeah you just you just take you just take a tiny little shot out of this tiny little cup shut mug. yeah up. it's like a tiny little cubs mug and it's a tiny little drink you just take that oh my god yeah, tiny almeida uh the david palmer instead of an arnold palmer yes Anyway, if anyone wants to talk to Small us about gains. 24 season 11 <laughs> or Jack Barr, we're open. Jack Barr is a great idea. Yeah, I'm get, not losing need, grip of I that. I need some mocktail options for myself, but uh, we can we can figure that tropical out. Gains. Uh, tropical gains. Tropical gains. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, anyway, what happened in the episode? I a got toasted a, sherry. A toasted Sherry. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Sherry Palmer. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's the alternate to the David Palmer. You make it with Sherry instead of whatever David is. Guilty Keith. Uh, guilty Keith. Anyway, <laughs> I believe what has happened is uh, Jack does not take this shot. Fiery Ferragamo. Fiery Ferragamo. I don't think anyone going to Jack Barr. I mean, if you're going to Jack Barr, you're probably a huge 24 fan, so maybe you remember George Ferragamo. Oh, I think what I was trying to say is that he becomes more of like a superhero as the seasons <laughs> yeah, go on. I can see that the happening. The list of unbelievable things that Jack Bauer does certainly grows. Uh, the legend grows in the telling. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Emily. once you have like network support to keep it going, as long as you've got that viewership, then Jack's going to become more and more uh, indestructible. Season one is for sure like the most realistic season of 24, which should tell you a lot. Yeah, because uh, like Terry keeps having like awful stomach pains. Like this is by far and away gastrointestinal <laughs> distress. Severe. This is the most realistic season of 24 by far. It's not close. Uh, it's not particularly close. So like Jack Bauer isn't like making that shot from that distance in this season. He probably does in a future season. Like in a future season, like he's like, he'll like, you'll like if we, we're not getting there actually because it's season six and there's no way we're ever (laughs) podcasting about season six. He like bites a guy's throat out at one point. Yeah. What is he he, a Doberman? He kind of is like, we're never getting to season six. And if you're like watching this for the first time and like you haven't seen season six and I just like kind of spoiled something for you. Well, let me tell you this. Don't bother with season six. That's a Steven Dorf. It's trash. Talk about biting throats. It's trash. So like things like that, you know, there's like an escalation, like look up the scene where he does that. If you ever want to see it, uh, but like, don't watch. I like season. that you called that an escalation. It's an escalation. 
It's an escalation for sure. Uh, meanwhile, at CTU, Nina's hair has gotten bigger, according to Emily. <laughs> um, I think it's just like a little frizzier. She's tired. Yeah, she is. Um, Jack Bauer not answering his cell phone. Um, Tony's like, hey, Lex, if anyone knows how to take care of themselves, it's Jack. Uh, <laughs> Nina's like very apologetic. Like, Tony, I've been so rude to you. I'm so sorry. And he's and, like, don't worry, we'll, sa- we'll share a sandwich later. Yeah, and Tony's like, let's not talk about that right now. If you want to talk about us, Tiny we'll Almeida. <laughs> Here, have a drink. It's I'm, called a, it's I'm, called a tiny Almeida. I'm dead. Like yeah. that's so funny. Tiny Almeida. <laughs> um, Alberta Green shows up. Uh, she says, "Hey, Jamie's mother is here to pick up Kyle. Uh, I want you to talk to her." And they're like, "Why are we talking to Jamie's mom?" Yeah, everyone's kind of like, "Oh, that's a waste Aren't of time." Are we done with that? Uh, and she says, "We're not. First of all, how rude. Uh, and secondly, uh, three hundred thousand dollars was just deposited into her bank account, and that might be something worth looking into." Um, at 1207, um, David is just, uh, fuming still about, they killed George Ferragamo. Um, David, a lot more people are going to die with your hands connected to them. Well, we'll see. That's a weird thing to say. Sorry. It is. You have a lot more blood on your hands coming your way if you become president. We'll see. No Um, one gets out clean. Mike, uh, tells David Palmer, let's wait for the facts to come in before you go off he says that before you go off is what mike novick says to david i love mike novick uh he looks like a turtle um david uh tells uh tells him that maureen kingsley's gonna get the story of her career anyway maureen kingsley and mike says you should talk to sherry first before you do that um meanwhile Gaines is on the phone with this guy drazen who we keep checking in with uh uh jelko ivanik mm-hmm. the actor mm-hmm. uh, and he's like whoa jack bauer showed up okay ira you may have gotten yourself a second chance pretty good uh, and Gaines is like not good enough with like we've got Jack Bauer. He's like, I want a chance at Palmer too. That's what we said. I want to. I want to satisfy the agreement. Uh, and Drazen says, "Bring me Bauer, and we'll talk about the senator." Spoiler alert: They'll never talk again. <laughs> um, Gaines will tell will tell Kevin, who's like, "We should just leave." Uh, Gaines tells Kevin, like, "Either we kill Jack Bauer or they kill us. That's Which, it." Yeah. They're marked men because they didn't fulfill the job. Yeah, like if we don't do this. These are powerful guys. We took on a really tough job. Mm-hmm. And if we don't satisfy the arrangement, we're dead. This so, is how I feel about most jobs I take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if this, I don't hold up my end of the bargain, my life might be threatened. I feel this way all the time. Yeah, it's, it's really It's very fun. stressful. I think we call it anxiety. Yeah. Uh, Perfectionism. It, it's not great. Um, but he says that's what's going on. And Kevin's like, okay, all right. Well, well I guess we got to go kill Jack Bauer. Uh, like you either kill Jack Bauer or, or you- Or be killed. Kill Bauer or be killed. Um, Emily, I have in my notes uh, something that you said like, is the end of this season going to be Jack and Palmer killing these guys together? <laughs> that was your prediction. Do you like that prediction? I thought it was silly. Jack and Palmer uh, teaming Yeah, David up. Palmer and Jack Bauer together being like, let's smoke these guys. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is that your impression of a bunch yeah, of guns going Yeah, that's what bullets on? sound like. <laughs> being shot. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty trough tough. Um, <laughs> Jack is going to uh, patch up Rick's arm at the water tower where he's to meet Kim and Terry, but Kim and Terry aren't there yet. And that's because they're lost. Okay. Like <laughs> it's a great, the first uh, cut to commercial of the episode is Terry's like, uh, uh, Kim's like, mom, are we lost? And Terry's like, no, <laughs> but they are. Do you like what I was saying that they were talking too loud? I was like, everyone's going to freaking find you. You guys just keep bickering over where you are. Emily, you were very concerned about the volume 
of uh of yeah, Terry if you and are Kim. running away from people who you don't know how close they are they could be tracking you you're lost yourselves you whisper yeah you tony l made it with this with this show format for this podcast we don't really have the ability to stop down and award mvps and lvps like we do on yeah. like say down the hatch okay but i would give kim an lvp especially this week i kim think kim is a little she's, obstinate. She's and, and like to your point of like they're too loud. Like yes, Terry is very loud as well, but Kim is really, really loud and also like at certain points she's like, Whatever, Dad, I'm just going towards the wall. And then they just like shoot at Kim. Like she's just causing yeah. all kinds of trouble in yeah. this one. Um I think at this point you like trust your parents, even if you're kind of an angsty teenager. You know what I mean? Maybe like, like you're in you're you're in over your head and like perhaps you're like teen brain really isn't developed enough for you to be able to get your way out of this because that's how you ended up in it in the first place. You made a bad decision. Uh, Teen brain. That's the smart Ira brother. I'm brain Zyra. No, teen brain is... Brains. Brain. My brother is Gaines. Teen brains. Okay, no. Didn't work the same way this time. didn't work. David and Sherry are talking at the hotel and she's really trying to talk some sense into him. We're like... If, if you're right, if Carl killed Dr. Ferragamo, he's going to have cleaned up the evidence. He's going to twist the whole system to get what he wants. It's, what's, it's what they do, and you're going to be left with nothing. Your political, political career will be over. You will have lost your family. I'm just trying to be as explicit about that as possible to you, David, that you will lose your son who will go to jail, and I am probably out as well. Uh, I literally don't know how many times she has to tell David to like not do this stuff. It's yeah. kind of annoying. Yeah. So Dave, like drop your integrity. Like for today, at least. Like you don't need to like, like I know we're making a TV show, so I get that. But like maybe at this point it's like, okay, this has gotten out of hand. I'm going to put a pin, pin in this. I'm going to focus on winning the California primary today. And then maybe tomorrow I shall begin the What if he again. like went and told his therapist about this? Oh, wow. And then that therapist uh, uh, leaked the information. Oh, my God. Um, Maureen. Jack is with Rick. He's still upset that Kim and Terry haven't shown up. He calls Alberta Green, uh, tells tells her to like uh, send send the reinforcements to the water tower, uh, and he tells them to look out for Rick. Um, Jack is getting ready to go. He has to go and find his family. He can't stay put. Rick is gonna thank Jack. Jack says, "Don't thank me. Thank my daughter. She still really likes you for some stupid reason." Yeah, no kidding. Um, uh, talk about teen brain. Rick tries to like explain himself, uh, and I think that this is a very instructive moment. That Rick genuinely feels very, very apologetic, and in his effort to like apologize for what's going on, um, Rick is going to like try and explain where he was coming from. He's like, "I didn't know it would be this intense." Yeah, me I and my mean- dirtbag friend. I didn't mean for your daughter's life to literally be in danger. I was just doing what my friend wanted to do. Like, he's just, like, giving him, like, you know, all of these unnecessary reasons for why he's sorry. And Jack tells him uh, very sagely, uh, I think, says, you kidnapped my daughter. You're going to have to live with that. Son, part of getting a second chance is taking responsibility for the mess you made in the first place. And then he leaves him. Do you want to share? I I love that line. That was one of my favorite lines in all of 24. Is son, part of getting a second chance is taking responsibility for the mess you made in the first place. And in my notes, I have three heart emojis next to that. Uh, as a as a, a a young high school Josh, thought that that was very profound. I remember crying at that line back in the day. And I said, "Whoa!" Yeah, I loved it. I really did. 
I definitely put that as like my aim away message a couple of times, I'm sure. Uh, really? Yeah, I loved 24. Did you put hearts next to it? No, I don't know if we had heart emojis. Like the did carrot we? and the three? Oh, probably. Probably probably did a carrot and a three. Um, I loved that, Emily. I thought it was great. Did you get the goosebumps this time around? Yeah. No, it's pretty hot in the apartment right now. Um, Terry and Kim, <laughs> uh, once again, I have in my notes, talking way too loud. That's from Emily. Um, and these dudes are not far behind. There's Neil. Neil is the guy who shows with, with up. With the tiny pone? With the tiny pone, uh, the tiny Almeida. Uh, and he shows up, and Terry is like getting ready to shoot this guy. And Emily shouts at Terry, stop breathing so loud. Well, she was like, they were clearly running and out of breath and trying to catch their breath and also scared. And they're hiding behind this wall. And obviously the sound producer, whoever, who mixed everything in this, wanted you to know that they were nervous and yeah. running. And it, you just hear her breath over and over, over again. Over and over. But like I held my breath personally because I didn't want to be heard. Like that's how freaked out you I was. You were nervous. You yeah. were scared. You did. You I told Josh later. I was like, I'm not breathing regularly. Like this is like a very intense section of this episode. Yes. Um. So, but Gaines calls this guy back after he like kicks a chair and stubs his toe, uh, and he starts to <laughs> walk away. Classic move. That would happen to me if I was All the time. that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a. I'm if I'm a good guy, I'm still kicking a chair. I probably. literally put a bandaid on my toe during this episode. I know. So, yeah. yeah, you did. You had a you had a toe injury. We don't need to relitigate that. Okay. Um, unless you want to, we can. No, it's if okay. You want to. We're fine. Um, so Terry's stomach starts hurting again. Um, and like, as she's like distracted by that, this guy, Neil finds them. But before Neil can do anything, Jack finds Neil. Yeah. Kills him. Double shot. He has the, he has two guns. Uh, so yeah, he double shoots this dude. Uh, and then he leads them out of the way. And as he's like chasing, like, you know, he's hitting the path. He's got Gaines' radio now. Uh, and he starts running away and Kim is already asking about Rick. She's like, dad, where's Rick? Which is so, I mean. Not now, damn it. I guess that's sort of okay to bring up at some point during this. But like also, Kim, just like follow your father. Yeah, We're halfway through the episode. And normally this would be the time that we are wrapping up the podcast. But we continue because we've taken time off the clock this week. Um, mm. At CTU, Jamie's mother uh, is really mad. How does a woman bleed to death and no one does anything about Which it? Which doesn't make sense. What do you mean? Like they called the paramedics. They did. They but weren't she just was, like, oh, let's let her was, bleed out. She was alone for a significant stretch of time. Yeah, and but and it was is, self-inflicted. Yeah, but so how don't does, make them feel bad about it. Yeah, but how does she that was a happen? traitor? She did the wrong thing. It's her daughter. I don't know. I'm not gonna give her too much judgment for this. But she's like, I'm not answering your question. I think I would show up and be like, how did this happen? I don't know. I don't want. I wouldn't project. look at the two of them and be like, how did this relate to you guys being bad at life? <laughs> being bad at life. Uh, Tony is like. Listen, your daughter was a traitor, okay? All right? Uh, your daughter was a traitor. And if you don't cooperate, you might go down as the accomplice. And then who takes co- who takes care of Kyle? He goes, who takes care of Kyle, okay? <laughs> All right? <laughs> who takes care of him, okay? Who does that? Who handles she's Kyle? She's like, what kind of sandwich did you eat? And she's like, I'm so sorry, <laughs> I but I cannot hear, hear anything you're saying. <laughs> Do you think he had a sesame? Listen up, okay? Do you think he had a sesame seed stuck in his... Uh, in his I'm soul so patch. sorry. I'm trying to listen to you, but all I'm getting are everything bagel seasonings. Uh, I smell, <laughs> From your sandwich. smell 
Did you eat raw onions, sir? Um, Gaines isn't hearing from Neil. Bauer is using Gaines' radio communication as, like, basically his map. Like, okay, they're coming from that way. They're going to this way. Let's go in this direction. Uh, very great. Uh, David Palmer comes to Maureen Kingsley. <laughs> Uh, and she says, don't worry about the story, David. Uh, it's my not, life's ruined. It's not getting out. <laughs> I I have left the network. And yes, uh, my life seems to be over. She's been threatened. Uh, she says, there's no evidence anymore. Dr. Farragama was the evidence. If there was any sort of paper trail, it was there. So there's no story to tell. And so she's like very spooked. She's very nervous. I think... This might be the last time you ever see her. She may pop up at some point in season one. I'm not sure. Okay. But I think, so I said that out loud. I said, like, I think that we never see her again. Uh, uh, and then, like, I said that as we got to the next scene where Neil's body is on the ground. Uh, and I was like, I don't think you ever see that character again. And there's Neil. I'm like, well, that guy you definitely don't see again because uh, he's dead. Um, and Gaines finds out that Bauer has been listening to everything They've been saying. Yeah, because he picked up uh, Neil's walkie-talkie. This is the point where we're back at CTU and Nina and Tony are just crushing sandwiches. Uh, they've got like... Sorry, I thought they ate the sandwiches no, before they talked happening. to it looks Jamie's like they have mom. Like, it's like a turkey and Swiss on like wheat bread. It's, a, it's like cafeteria lunch. Looks fine. Looks totally doable. Um, just flying in the face of, uh, face of no one ever eats on this show. You know, you're there. No, it, there is a sense of relief to see them acting uh, normal. Yeah. Uh, to the extent that they can. He's eating a sandwich, drinking out of the Cubs bug. That's a that's a regular sized Almeida uh, that he is currently drinking. <laughs> um, uh, Jack is going to get Kim and Terry like right across the way from the water tower. And Kim is still like, where is Rick? Where is my friend? Uh, and she like, Jack's like, he's in there. Like, And Jack's also go. like, he's not your friend, Kim. Get over it. Yeah, we can't go in there right now. And then like, she like gets up to just like charge across the, the water to go to the water tower. And she gets shot at because Gaines has a sniper rifle on them. Um, Jack grabs her by the pants, you said, uh, Emily. Yeah, so this is like this. early 2000s. So everyone's wearing crack pants. That's what me and my friends used to call them in uh, high school, which is like low rise jeans. So like your butt crack just like naturally comes out because like where else will it hide? It can barely fit in your jeans. Yeah. So he grabbed her by the crack pants. And listen, I'm sure he saw some just trying to protect her. He's just trying to protect her. Uh, so he pulls her back down. He says, don't you stand up right now, Kim. God, it would be, don't Freaking you know how Kim? annoying it would be if this is how this ends? No kidding. My God. Um, so Jack says, like, you guys get to the water tower after I lead them away. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, they want me. They don't want you. So he starts, like, going after them. And there's, like, this whole big thing of, like, uh, Gaines has the sniper rifle. He keeps trying to pin Jack down. Gaines uh, sends Kevin after Jack. Um, you may have missed some of this, Emily. I think this is when your toe crisis happened. Yes, it is. Uh, so you were missing. So to recap it for you. Mm. Uh, yes, like get me up to speed, Gaines please. is like sniping at Jack, and Kevin is trying to do like the, the submarine move, uh, car ramrod. Uh, okay. And like Jack finds like a piece of metal in the dirt, and he uses that to like blind Gaines, basically, or try to. Um, and then the chopper starts to show up. Right, right. And so this is important is Kevin Carroll, a.k.a. the guy who's not actually Alan York, sees the chopper in the sky 
and abandons the submarine move, uh, abandons car ramrod, and just takes off into the forest. It's like okay, nope. so he left. So he left. He dips. He's just like, no, I'm not doing this, and he cuts and runs. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's gone. Um, Jack blinds Gaines, and when he does that, he also shoots him. Uh, but Gaines yes. gets away. Yes. Um, but he has shot him. He has incurred. And, and that's how he's tracking him later when he's bleeding. Yeah, so he's like he's leaving like the the, the breadcrumb trail, except it's blood, um, blood crumbs, blood crumbs. At twelve forty three, on the edge of twelve forty four, David Palmer goes to talk to the DA about what has happened, but instead, there's that little worm, Carl. Carl is here, and Carl says, "Look, man, don't be mad at me. Every engine needs grease." I'm the grease. I keep it moving. Super problematic. And David's like, that's disgusting, Carl. (laughs) Don't you understand how evocative and gross that is? I care about integrity Uh, and truth. And uh, he's like, what about George Ferragamo, Carl? And Carl's like, what about him? He goes, every engine produces waste. Seriously, Carl. Change the metaphor. Gross. Stop talking about poop. Uh, And so uh, Carl's like, so look, uh, I, I don't know that I'm being like as clear about this as I need to be. Not sure that I'm being as clear about this. He's like, we killed him. As I need to be. Uh, but like, we basically killed him. And also, if you go and start talking to people about arson, uh, if you start talking to people about what has happened here, they may it's find some good. troubling things out about your son, Keith. Uh, and David says, Keith had nothing to do with this. And He's Carl's like, like, yeah, I know. For but now. we did basically place evidence there that would look really bad and would make it look like Keith did this. So that's effectively the blackmail. Uh, and so this is enough to get David to walk away from this for now. He has like this really uh, like pained moment with Mike. Where Mike's like, well, do you want to talk to the DA or what? Like, why did I call him here? And David's like, no. I'm running for president. Don't we think that it's a little sketchy, though, that, like, we've got David Palmer here ready to talk to you? Mm, never mind. Nah, it's the California presidential primary. He got shot at earlier in the day. Maybe his day got complicated, you know? Uh, Michael doesn't even, like, turn around to be like, you know what? We'll call you later. Yeah. He, he just follows him out. He didn't get shot at, right? But, like, he, like, there was a big to-do at the breakfast. So I yeah. think, like, you know, maybe he's got some... Uh, wait Do you for think it, the DA room. was really annoyed because it was lunchtime and they couldn't eat their uh, yeah. hot dog? Yeah, he had it in his uh, in his sleeve. Yeah, uh, the CTU choppers land. Uh, federal agents pour out and pull guns on Terry and Kim, which is stressful. But it's like kind of the classic move, I guess. I guess. Uh, and then like Kim breaks away from them, which is dangerous. Like any this is movements. the stupidest part of the episode. Where uh, she's like. Where's Rick? She goes and runs and searches the water tower, and he's not there. And Terry is like, Kimberly, cut it out. What are you doing? I need you to be here. Your dad needs both of us to be here. Stop it. You were very upset. You were you were very annoyed about. Well, she completely botched the whole rescue mission. Almost. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, if they were like, "Oh, we haven't ID'd them as Terry and Kim yet." I mean, obviously it's Terry and Kim, and they kind of like you know say that very quickly. Sure. But like the other guys who jumped off the chopper, who probably aren't in earshot. Because the chopper is freaking loud, might have been like, "Oh God, they're getting away. Let me shoot them." Yeah, I. You know what I yes, mean? Like, there's dangerous. too much commotion, and yeah, it's dangerous. They're lucky it's a TV show. They sure are. Um, but Rick isn't here. Rick has escaped. Yeah, Rick got a bus. 
Yeah, Rick and gets on a bus blood. and goes away. He and gets thinks on a bus. that he can get away? Yeah, he drives off on Is a bus. Is this the last time we see Rick? I don't think so. I can't tell you. I bet uh, you he's going to get tracked down. Uh, and but, not in a good way. But Rick hops on a bus and leaves. Do you think he just gets like a really like normal job after this? Like, you know, uh, uh, like working at Barnes and Noble or something? Goes to a Cinnabon in Oklahoma with Gene. Uh, Works no. at an Orange Julius. Oh, love an Orange Julius. Making shake. And he goes, he goes away, and it's like, what did Jack tell you about second chances? You gotta take responsibility yeah. for the mess. He's like, um, well, I don't like that, so he leaves. He dips. Um, he didn't even take responsibility for the bloody shirt he had on. Uh, Jack continues tracking Gaines down. Gaines isn't looking great. He's been shot, and he's not thrilled about it. Well, and he's like, about to look worse. They're having this like back and forth over the radio of like. You don't have to die, is what Jack's telling Gaines. Gaines like, yeah, but like either you die or I die. So like, I'm not really backing down from it. Uh, these people, you don't know who I work for. Like, they're not cool with me just like getting to live after. There this. are all of these people controlling, yes. pulling the marionette strings. Yes, mm. on both yes. sides. Yes, uh, who is marionette? Um, and so that's what's going on. And uh, Jack like. He's like, can you at least tell me why, like, all of this is going on? Like, there was this guy who is uh, from Belgrade. I had an operation in Belgrade. What does David Palmer have to do with that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gaines says, I have actually no idea. The less I know, the better. All I know is I brought in your wife and your daughter because they told me to make this as personal as possible. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to make it personal. And Jack's like, huh. Uh, and Jack says, who is they? Uh, as he circles behind Gaines and has the gun on him, and he says, "Put the gun down. We can protect you." Uh, and Gaines says, and Gaines is like, "No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. No one can." And he was like very pouty about it. And Jack's like, "Well, don't be upset. Listen, uh, one of us has to has to has to you know lose this one." And Gaines is like, "I guess it's me. This show's about you." And Jack's like, "It's not about me." I'm just the star. <laughs> uh, and Gaines says, well, good luck with that. And he yeah. turns around and, and forces. Boom. It. Yeah. Suicide by Bauer. Um, so there's, there That's a good drink. Suicide by Bauer. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good drink at the Jack Bar. Um, <laughs> so there goes Ira Gaines. Uh, long may he reigns. That's it. He's done. Uh, eulogy for Ira Gaines. Emily. Um... Squinting eyes, sad face, <laughs> left behind. Goodbye. Wow. My God. I feel like I just said a haiku. Yeah, trying to trigger the haiku bot. I don't know that you can do that on a podcast. Somebody go run that through the uh, through the filter, please. Yeah. Uh, Ariel, I'm trusting you to do this. Um, R.I.P. Ira Gaines, uh, the actor who plays in Michael Massey, who has also passed. R.I.P. Uh, Michael Massey. Yes. Yeah, so I'm uh, sure he was a much better person than Ira Gaines. I really, I really loved the character. I think that he uh, brings such a great texture and flavor mm-hmm. to the show. He's like a great bad guy because he's like the underboss. You know, like he's like he's the bad, like he's the boss of like this particular group of bad guys but isn't like the overboss so like he's like kind of like middle management and i think like he serves this really great role as like sort of the mythology around this season of the show uh starts to unfold so yeah. you called it you said that he'd get shot by jack there you go he's been shot by jack he's dead yep um, well that's a perfectly neat little package to to wrap and sell to uh, the audience especially if you were going to end the uh the season here yeah you know what i mean yeah i think so i mean like they do a lot of that stuff like david palmer like just to kind of yada yada like Gaines is dead jack gets on the helicopter with terry and kim yep 
Um, Rick's on the bus. Uh, Palmer seems to be like focusing now on like my only way of getting back at Carl will be to win the presidency. So I have to focus up and like I have to like get past this right now right. and like move on. Um, so like they are like trying to like sort of like uh, I think like if this were the end of the show, like it all like sort of like plays fairly neatly together. But then there's this twist at the end uh, where Nina comes to Alberta Green. Uh, and says, like, we need to upgrade the threat on David Palmer's life because we were looking at this bank account that's connected to Jamie's mother, mm -hmm. uh, and there is another assassin, a second hitter, who left Yugoslavia this morning and is probably already here. And we cut to this alternate location, and this dude with a mean Farquad is behind <laughs> the wheel of a car, and he's hot as hell. Uh, is and, he? And he's he. Yeah, I think people people love love this guy. I didn't get enough of a look to agree with it's that. Sort of take, like supernatural but... looking guy. Oh no! As a reference to the actor who plays this character. I wish you guys could see Josh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm he's moving like my arms, like raising wings. his arms like wings. Yeah, and now I'm he's fluttering. My hand yeah, now he's like fluttering. A bird. Uh, so there is this other guy now who's in the mix. Uh, and what is his deal? And what shall he do? Uh, and we what, just don't know and yet. What does he represent? But that's like the big cliffhanger. It's like there's mm -hmm. another assassin. Of course there is. The job's not done. The job's not done. So that's when the clock strikes 1 p.m. In an alternate universe, it's the end of 24. In our universe, it is just past the midway point Woo. of season one of 24. Emily, what's going to happen next? Give us your predictions. If I were Jack, I'd take a, a, a little nap a shower, in the chopper. A bath when you get back to CTU. <laughs> Do they have baths? That man doesn't have time for a bath right now. Do they have baths at CTU? I don't think so. Missed opportunity. Whose office has like a tub you can soak in? That's um, a little weird. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of office tubs. <laughs> I'd like to see that changed. Yeah. At Jack Burr, we'll have tubs. No, please, no. Baths. Bathtub gin? Yeah. Uh, uh, Bathtub <laughs> Jamie? No. No. No, it's not going to happen. Is there a character named Jim? Don't think so. At least no, no one yet. this season. Not yet. Bathtub Jim? We're anyway. going to keep workshopping some of this. All right, more um, predictions. More predictions. I think they're going to be able to start piecing together this Belgrade connection now that Jack is sort of like in the know on all of this stuff because like debriefing is not going to be as intense as it would have been before because they know Jack wasn't in on it the way that they thought initially. Do they? I mean, I don't know. There might be a sick He's twist associated with... He's intensely all day. Right. Like, isn't he... Does he not answer for but that? But hopefully they can get, you know, a handle on this second assassin who also has a metal briefcase. They love the metal briefcases. Yes. I have a feeling something's going to happen with Rick. You don't just take a bus out of there and not get followed or found in some capacity. I will say that 24 doesn't love letting anyone just ride right. off on a proverbial bus. Where did bus. Kevin run off to? Are we going to see him catch the bus at the next stop and then be like, you? Rick! Yeah, they point at each other like the two Spider-Men. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah, so like what you know, what becomes of, of that guy? Um, and I don't think Jack's going to forget about them either. You know? Yeah. Terry uh, might finally get to the bathroom. <laughs> She's been holding it for a while. Oh, no. And I just, I know that pain. 
personally. And Terry, I hope you get some relief soon. Oh, no. Maybe she'll go to the, the hospital and they'll be like, sorry, we were trying to bring Janet back to life for so long, but we can finally see you, Terry. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Hopefully Kim can like go home. Yeah. Also take a nap. But like, is Kim going to be annoying and be like, I'm still not happy that we haven't found Rick. I'm going to go looking for him or something stupid like that. Right. Yeah. She like hitchhikes back to the location. Are you going to be very annoyed if like the second half of 24 season one is all about like the search for Rick? Yes. Yeah. It's not worth it. <laughs> Raspberry yeah. lime Ricky. Yeah. Ooh, you get one of those at the show. Uh, yeah, the, that's the, the good Barter. mocktail. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, okay. Um, yeah. Any, any. Uh, I didn't uh, give any David Palmer predictions. Yeah, what's your David Palmer prediction? I don't know. He's like stealth mode now. Yeah. He like, loves stealth. I need to focus up. Yeah. Um, letter grade for this episode. I would give it an A-. minus. Yeah, well, that's on you because you had the toe crisis, so you paid, You didn't pay attention during like the big action No, scene. like this was, this was like a solid way to close things out, but now that we know more is going to be happening, it ups the ante a little bit. Um, but the first half of season one of 24, uh, like if it's like a two act show, right? Season one of 24, act one is closed. Mm-hmm. We're going to open up act two. We're having two an next intermission week. right now. Um, We're taking a breather. Act one makes the dean's list. Act yeah, one, I would you, say so. You know, uh, A's, A minuses, yeah, A pluses across the board. I never, I never threw a board. B in there, so we're fine. Yeah. We're not a perfect 4.0. We're like 3.98. But it made it, so that's great. Yeah. Uh, let's see how the second semester goes. Let's see. Um, when we return next week to talk 1 to 2 p.m., firmly in afternoon territory. Are you excited for an afternoon delight, Emily Fox? Always. Always down. Jack Barr. Jack Barr. We'll be back talking more Jack Barr next week. We will be back on the clock, so we're going to be keeping it tight as we do those 24-minute recaps, resuming with next week's episode, episode 14 of season one. Get your feedback in. Josh at postshowrecaps.com. Hang out with us in the Post Show Recaps patron discord, the sprawling chat room service where you can talk to fellow fans of 24 and all sorts of incredible people who are part of the Post Show Recaps community. Make some friends. You're going to love them. Patreon.com slash postshowrecaps. That's patreon.com slash post show recaps emily fox anything else nope that's it josh all right let's wrap it up that's it for me as well we'll be back next week Bye. bye Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.